Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Fox Sunday. Don't miss the world premiere of Almost Human. In the year 2046, Detective John Kennex was ambushed and left for dead. Now, as he returns to the force, it will take a machine. I'm Dory. Are you a robot? Yes, I am. I'm not driving with one of those things. To bring him back to life. I can't say that I was born, but I was made to feel. Fantastic. I get the synthetic with the bleeding heart. Almost Human. Premiering Sunday on Fox. Listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network, now the largest new media platform on the web, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's American Horror Story After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's American Horror Story After Show. Discussion talk. Good evening, After Buzzers. We are here at the AfterBuzz TV studios giving you everything American Horror Story. I am your host for the evening, David Scifaliti, joined by the beautiful, 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 be- <laughs> beautiful panel Sarah, Oriana, Jillian. Hi. Welcome, Hello. ladies. And welcome to you. Thank you. We're doing season three, episode six, called The X Men. It was a good episode tonight. Great episode. So many little bits revealed. Yeah. A lot of little little tiny things, but I feel like that are giving us such a great picture of what's to come that I'm really excited. Well, I know the fans are super excited. Sorry, guys, my voice is a little... <laughs> That's Julian, everyone. <laughs> my voice is a little messed up this week. I feel like it sounded like Jessica Lang, and now I sound like... I don't even know. But anyway, I'm here because I, I needed it. to be here even though I'm under the weather because you guys are awesome. And at the top of the show, we were actually reading your tweets. We're sort of catching up um, on what you guys thought of the episode. Uh, so the Axeman did come. The Axeman did come. Uh, and he is creepy. <laughs> I love him. Yeah, he's really But before creepy. we before we, we start talking about the episode, there are a few shout-outs that I feel like we should give to our fans. Agreed. Because we yeah. do love them. We do love you guys. Um, and I wrote down a couple of your names, a couple of your Twitter handles, and we have Austin Dowdy. Yes. yes. Fan. Super fan. Super fan. Carl Myers. Yep. At Bowstring Baby, at They Taste So Good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yummy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Will M. Smalls, Isaiah Stevens, Mika McAllister, Micah McAllister. I'm sorry if I just butchered your name. <laughs> at G.I. Joe, Stephen, and at uh, Sarah Cat. And I have a couple shout outs in addition. Please. Um, I don't know how to pronounce your name, darling, but I think it's Trudy J. 
um, from Cape Town. They stream us yeah. in Cape Town, South Africa. Oh, I love it. So, hello. And I have <laughs> been there. Good. And so I made a little joke on her comment, which was, Water for your daughter, lolly timicu jolly, which is what the men say on the beaches. <laughs> they bring you water and lolly ice lollies, mm. which is like an ice cream, like yes, yeah, like a like a popsicle, okay. and you just lay on the beach sounds and they bring delicious. it to you and you buy it there. Yeah, and also, awesome. of course, Craig Leg all the way from the yes. UK yes. and Juliet, our super fan. Where our thoughts are with you that you're safe and sound in the Philippines after the big storm. Yes. Yes. Let's do Marvelous. This. Let's jump right into it. Danny Houston arrived this week playing the Axeman. For any of you that watch Smash, Angelica Houston, yes. her bro. Her brother. Yeah. They they don't really look similar to me. No. She's a very she's it's a very like distinct look. Similar features. I feel like they both yeah. have very long faces. Mm-hmm. They both have faces. Yeah. They both have brown hair. <laughs> um no, I feel like they have similar features. I mean they don't look exactly the same. They're brother and sister, but you know. They're both Fierce actors. Uh, mm-hmm. We see yeah. him. We also see another sort of spawn of an actor, yes. Mamie Gunner, so, who is no, Meryl Streep's daughter. I Meryl looked Streep's it daughter. up. It was a different it's daughter. It's actually, yeah, Grace Gummer, who oh. is Mamie's sister. Okay. Well, they look like twins. They do yeah. look like twins, and they both look like Meryl Streep. So yes. We have a Streep spawn. Grace, I believe, is younger. <laughs> I just, yeah, I looked it up because I was like, did she get a name change? What's <laughs> happening? So, spawn yeah. of the Streep. Um, so, we, so it was good. I mean, I'm so like dumbfounded at the moment by the whole episode that it's hard for me to wrap my brain around it. But we started off um, in 1919, I want to yes. say. Yep. Um, we missed a bit of the opening. <laughs> so we're going to guess 1919 because they gave us that later on in the episode. Um, with the Axeman giving out sort of a warning to New Orleans. And we've seen other serial killers do this throughout history. And we will discuss later on, Sarah found some very interesting facts about the actual Axeman. Um, but he sort of gives a warning to New Orleans of, if you're not playing jazz on Tuesday... I'm coming for you. I'm, I'm going to kill you. you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm <laughs> cometh, basically. Um, and... The girls in the house are sort of riled up by one of these witches who is like, you know what, we are not only suffragettes on the verge of being able to vote and having women's rights and stuff like that, but we're also strong, powerful descendants of Salem. Mm -hmm. Let's challenge him. Hear us roar. Yeah. Her name is Millie, by the way. Did she actually Mm -hmm. thank you? Um, Say hear us roar? No. She said something like that, right? (laughs) But it was, she was trying to kind of, you know, whip up a little fervor of yeah. feminist fervor of kind of like we're women we can stand up for ourselves we don't have to just you know do cower and do whatever this serial killer that's says. what she said no man can make us cower in our own home so the serial killer has a great cover up right I mean we find out that a saxophone is also called an axe mm-hmm. yeah. right. and he's a jazz musician at a local jazz club or so we think um, and he sort of is on his way home and walks up to Miss Robichuk's school and here's opera. So good. I know. They drew Sticking him it in. to the serial yeah. killer. Yeah. And they, boy, did they get him. Yeah. They, they, that was overkill. I mean, they killed him, but they overkilled him. That was a mean stabbing. <laughs> that was Every single one of them was stabbing him repeatedly. He, repeatedly. 
That was a crime of passion. Oh, yeah. If you've seen any Law & Order episodes, you know that when someone gets stabbed (laughs) more than, like, five times, they're going to claim it was a crime of passion. Oh, I didn't know that. I mean, think about it. After you kill someone, after you stab someone. Yeah. After. Allegedly. 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 I'm so sorry. If you stab someone and then you kill them, that's one thing. But if you keep stabbing them past the point of being dead, it, it reveals anger. I just feel like one stabbing probably wouldn't kill somebody. No. No, they could still. You but would need a one, couple. One, two, three, four, five, and then times, like, the ten girls. Well, yeah. That was really <laughs> yeah. excessive. I also loved how that was shot, because mm-hmm. it was sort yeah. of, I mean, I know that it wasn't a strobe light, but every flash of light that we got, we sort of saw another yeah. cold mm-hmm. witch, and I thought and that that was, was so cool. it was scary, too, because they were moving quickly. Yeah. To me, it seemed like they were moving at an, almost an unhuman yeah. pace. And there was a lot of blood. There was a <laughs> lot of blood, and, the you know, the main which, you know, Millie, Millie, um, when she was doing her tarot cards and she pulls the death and Mm -hmm. says that card was for you. I mean, she moved so fast. So it was really cool to see them use their powers that they had been reluctant to use up until then. So it was really cool to see that, you know, back then. It was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. But then we, it, it, plays into the story when we transition to Zoe, um, who I'm now going to call Zoe Balls. Zoe Balls, we decided because, like, she grew a big She pair. grew a pair. Well, yeah. ever since the zombies and we've seen her, like, just sort of coming into her own, she's just become this strong, powerful woman. Almost obnoxious, mm-hmm. I would say, again, on the pendulum yeah, has annoying. swung over yeah. to the other side where she's, like, really pushing people's buttons. Right. But um, she's going through that Going through MM's box, she finds a gun. She finds like a mini gun, a yeah. tiny little <laughs> pistol, yeah. and a little. She finds a flask Amazing. and a little empty vodka bottle that goes rolling and essentially points her in the direction of kind of a locked away storage. I feel yeah. like it was like a little hidden room right. because later on she's she is talking about how there used to be hundreds and hundreds of of witches right. living oh, that's there right, with bunks. With bunks and like eight to a room and stuff like that, so I feel like that could have just been like someone else's room. room that's they and don't maybe even we can see, yeah, more of that later. But there was mm-hmm. other stuff in there. There was like suitcases, and now yeah. it's sort of like become this weird storage, storage area. Mm-hmm. And she finds a spirit board, and she finds pictures mm-hmm. and all kinds of stuff that leads them down the path of, you know, of going down this best one. I um I wrote down that she tells her fellow witches to witch up. Yeah. <laughs> that was a great line. Witch up, ladies. Let's use the spirit board. And they were drinking well, absinthe. They were. Really I mean, fun. those kind of, coming from Zoe, it just really, Zoe It's balls. a little shocking. Yeah. I mean, Queenie does give her fair warning. Um, Oh, I just noticed that these lights are not covered anymore. It's very interesting. Sorry. <laughs> I got distracted for a second. I was like, aren't these normally obsolete? Bright lights. Bright Sorry. Lights. <laughs> um, Queenie does Queenie warn. warns her and is like, my grandmother, she said grandmother, right? I yes. So. Yeah. Used a spirit board once and released an evil spirit that burned down her house and ripped off her face. Ripped off her face. <laughs> what? Yeah. Like, I mean, that, apparently, an angry spirit can... Can do a lot of damage. Yeah. That was the lesson there. She was saying, be careful what you wish for, kind of, is the right. lesson. And so they start using the spirit board after they sort of get wasted on absence. In hopes of getting Madison back, or MN. Yeah. Finding out where Madison right. is, or communicating yeah. with her Well, way. here's my question. They don't know that she's dead. Why do they feel like contacting a spirit is going to help them find her? She was seen the last time in the house. 
Like, they all saw her. Okay. So, I think that they believe that the house has something to do with it. I mean, not that I'm going back to season one or anything. Like, it's not <laughs> right. like that. Right. right. Um, but, you know, they do know that something happened, and maybe somebody has seen something. Because, yeah. you know, they don't know who's died in the house. They don't know any of that information. So, I think that Zoe... Again, she's sensing new things, and we find out in this episode that she has sort of a new power mm-hmm. of sensing correctness. I don't even know what that power is. Like she, she moves her hand over a she pile of books. She's able to like read. She essentially like willed the her desire to come forth. Yeah, it was like like the correct spell. The book came. She put it down, and it opened to the proper. Right. I guess That's it's sort of giving it goes that sort of the being with your nature the same thing? with the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. The power that we've seen she's, before. She's commanding things. She's definitely being, she's definitely commanding. I think that's a great word to describe her, right. this episode. Yeah. Is that she's Agreed. becoming much more commanding, that's for sure. And strong willed. Yeah. So the girls find out that there is somebody <laughs> there, and his name is the Axeman. The Axeman. Yeah. I love how he, he doesn't kind give of him a sexy voice, though, like a good. I don't know. Is that just me? As sexy as yours. Yeah, exactly. I'm interested as to why he doesn't give himself a name when he tells them who he is, as opposed to being like, oh, I'm the Axe Man. Why doesn't he be like, oh, I'm Charles? Joe. Well. Or Joe, whatever. Joe was. was what he said in the beginning, but right. they wouldn't know who Joe is. Right, but Axeman. like, they also wouldn't know who the Axe Man was until they go on the internet. Well, apparently, I mean, Queenie had the reaction that Queenie had when it went to Axeman, she was like, Axeman! And and broke the glass. Right. So she had some kind of reaction, whether she just knew that was a scary name. Name. (laughs) Or or she had some kind of understanding of it. I mean, I don't know that we can be sure. Yeah. Yeah. It was weird for me, can I talk to about about when he was like inside Spalding? Um, I don't think no. he was. I don't know if he was, was that like, what was happening? Okay, so there? maybe we should maybe we well, should we'll kind of go down catch there. Up, yeah. Catch up, sorry. That's okay. I was thinking <coughs> like you know the girls are just um I was just kind of going down my line of that we see that Fiona's getting chemo. Oh yeah. Um it flashes on that and she's all of a sudden can hear everyone's thoughts. She has Nan's power now. Yeah. What do we think that's about? I don't know if it has, it might have to do with, uh, the chemicals and the chemo might be messing with her sort of makeup and is sort of giving her different strengths and taking away other powers that she might be having. Or has because she I mean, always been able to do that? No, she said, I've never been able to do this before. She's never been able to. And her, and her health and vitality are dwindling. Yeah. And yet she right. has this new ability. Is it only going to be when she's hooked up to chemo? To the chemo? I mean, That's, you are technically poisoning your body right. when you're, Getting chemo and radiation. She's stuff been like poisoning that. her body for a really long time <laughs> with cocaine true, and various pills and cigarettes and alcohol. Yeah. Different type of poison. Different type yeah. of poison. Yeah. More the, fun poison. But the one thing we find out besides the fact that she can hear people's thoughts is that she is in dire need of companionship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's looking for that one final great love of her life. And she hears everybody sort of like last wishes almost as she's in the chemo room. You know, she. Um, here's the elderly woman's wish to be at her daughter's wedding. And it, it really does, like, hit home for me because Fiona is a fierce bitch. We know this. Mm-hmm. But, like, in that moment, she was human. Mm-hmm. You know? She's seeking one last love. Yeah. And, and she's I, so fiercely alone. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, she has created a world in which she's alone. The way she acts, the way she's so selfish. But, yeah, to break down in that moment and kind of confess that all she wants is one last love affair is very humanizing. 
I yeah. also don't think that she's told anybody yet that she's sick. I don't think she No. So she I think she's sort of hiding this Emma. from... She did tell M.M., but then she killed her. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that doesn't count. <laughs> Just yet. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. other than that, I mean, if she's hiding her sickness from people, her being alone in the chemo room mm-hmm. and, and wanting these other things and and finally seeing more human sides of her and her telling the woman, go get a great dress. You're going to get to go to that your daughter's wedding. Blow the bank. Like... We're seeing her reach out a little yeah. bit more every episode. Do something a little bit more human, a little more humanizing. Yeah. Like, that connect. was kind. Last time, yeah. the whole baby thing, that was out of guilt. Yeah. Like, that was actual kindness, I think. Yeah. yeah. I just love... I know that you guys at home are just obsessed with Jessica Lange just as much as we are, but she just shows so much depth. Like, I love discovering things along with the audience. She sort of reveals little teeny things about her character in every episode, you know, we we feel for her a little bit. We hate yeah. her a little bit. I, I just, I love her. She gives me the warm and fuzzy. She's multidimensional. <laughs> yes. She's yeah. capable of really producing these multidimensional characters that you can't just feel one way about. Mm-hmm. Which is what a great actress does. Yeah. No, she's incredible. Speaking of great actresses, mm-hmm. uh, we <laughs> follow Foxy next <laughs> as she returns home with... Hank the Skank. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's what I'm Okay. Okay. Hank the Skank. Go Hank with the it. Um, so <laughs> Hank returns her home. Um, she and looks amazing. That ponytail was I know. I was flawless. like, she also, Sarah Paulson rocks the ponytail. Yeah. I was going to say, she's also kind of rocking her blindness. Yeah. Like, she looks great. Yeah. She's doing, she really is working with it. Yeah. You know, I mean, her scars and her scarred eyes, like, She's just physically embodying that role so yeah. well, I think. I believe her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you know? Are you? No, no, David, I agree. I agree with you guys completely. Um, I do think she looks great. I've just been, I've been waiting to comment on this, but I'm about to comment on since I've started watching the show like and the character. One? No. Oh, okay. This Just wondering season. how long you've been. Co- <laughs> yeah, how long have you yeah. been waiting, David? Yeah. <laughs> I've been waiting for three years. <laughs> um, that since the season started, Foxy's character has worn a lot of white, and it's sort of a costume designer's trick mm. to put a character that you're supposed to sympathize with and be on their side to have them in lighter colors, surrounded by other people wearing darker colors. Yes, and finally, we're seeing her wearing. All black. Yeah. Which is going to be sort of a tell that she's going to be a darker, stronger witch, witch yeah. now. She's going to embrace her witchiness. Well, look what she yes. says. You know, why do you have roses in the room? I need chrysanthemums. Every single kind. I need strength. I need power. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm very excited. I'm excited, too, because I felt like Cordelia, you know, Foxy and Zoe were annoying to me that they were these kind of submissive, submissive wallflower, like, you know. Just wafy characters, which, I mean, maybe every story needs them, but as women, they annoy me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, just take, pick a side, one or another, you know, <laughs> just don't be in the middle. Wah, wah. So to see her be fierce. Yeah. And fierce against Hank and send him out of, to open that door, you know, and be like, walk out that door. I mean, that was just, I got and then, goosebumps. And because well, again, mom. yes. And again, he touched her, and she got the flashes of the red, and she's like, who's the redhead? Yeah, she knows. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And she's like, get yes, out. Yes, yeah. I mean, Fiona has a great quote in this. She says, 
the gift that she has. It's the greatest gift to have, but the hardest one to live with. Right. Because you right. see the ultimate truth. And she said she, you have the light. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing that I wanted to, well, I guess when we finished, we mentioned we, the one thing that we didn't mention was when, um, that, that Zoe found MM and Spalding kind of right. attacked her, which was sort of in between those two, but I guess we can go back to it. Yeah. Um, we can get to that now. Okay. I mean, we Foxy finds out that yeah. Auntie Myrtle has been burned. Heartbroken. 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 Myrtle was a mother to her. And yes. she calls her Auntie Myrtle, and she's not even related to her. Right. So yeah. it just goes you goes to show you the deep lengths that she felt for this woman. Yeah. Who mm-hmm. sort of helped raise her. Right. When Fiona wasn't there. Yeah. Yeah. And Fiona didn't tell her, and she feels a little bit betrayed by that. Yeah. So she's got a lot of emotional garbage going on right yeah. now. On top of having to learn <laughs> to be a blind person. Right. Sure. And she's supposed to be on bed rest, but we never saw her laying in bed. No. <laughs> Not at all. She made it there for a second. <laughs> she, like, touched it. She, like, she touched it. it. <laughs> Poor thing. Poor thing. But the girls are in the attic with Spaulding after Zoe sort of coerces the Axeman to tell her where to find M.M. And they're questioning him and torturing him because... <laughs> that kind of made me sad. It made me sad, too. I felt bad for It was Spalding. like a Lord of the Flies moment. Yeah. Where they were all, like, ganging up on him, like, you did this to her. Right. Well, They're... what else are they supposed to think? They find M.M. in his bedroom of sorts place. We finally get a clear view of the attic. Yeah. Dies. Yeah. Dies. <laughs> Tea sets. Dollies. Incense. Place. Incense. Well, David, burning. what did you say about incense? I said incense has a very strange way of masking the smell of anything. Not a dead body, <laughs> sir. Apparently. So, or she was gagging because of the smell of incense because the smell of incense also makes me want to gag. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what you're saying is when you smell incense, turn the other way. Yes. <laughs> Run. Hiding but, a dead body so, one away. To what you were talking about, I also thought that it was the Axeman's voice in the beginning. As did I, but I guess it wasn't. But it wasn't? Spalding is a strong man, because he has been around Fiona for so long, that when they go to question him, he's... He's that's his himself, I think. Okay. He is saying what he... He is literally saying, I had sex with cold, dead MM, and I've been wanting her... He didn't. We don't know that he didn't. He's been saying that I've been wanting her since the moment I saw her, and I knew that I would feel whole again, and I would be a whole man once I did that. Right. He could be making this up, because he's protecting Fiona, ultimately. He said that he killed her. But we don't know that that whole necrophilia part isn't true. Right. So now there's a big question. I don't know. Fans, tweet us. Yeah, Let us know. Let us know. Let us know what you think. If you think that... Uh, the Axeman sort of, since Zoe pre-released him, uh, yeah. the Axeman was taking <laughs> over uh, Spalding's body during that conversation because I think we're all a bit confused. Or was room. just talking because Nan can hear things. Mm-hmm. And so- my interpretation was that Spalding was just cleverly thinking really hard. <laughs> and I think that that's but- what Zoe thinks too because she says, you know, He's been in a house full of witches. Like, yeah, he he's knows. strong and he can he keep secrets. Didn't he say, though, that I didn't, I, shoot, I didn't write it down, but didn't he say an exact quote, though, when he was talk when they were talking to him that the Axeman had said earlier? That's why I think oh. we thought that. Oh, I didn't catch that. Dan Coven. Yeah, Tell let us. us know. I'm pretty sure I'm right either. on that. I'm pretty sure. 
But like that they said the exact same quote, but I didn't write it down sillily. Oh, but well, yes, fans, please, please. tell us. Yeah. Find it. Hashtag fan coven. So all yeah. the tweets go together. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's cute. I know. Yeah. It's super cute. <laughs> <laughs> Our fans uh, are the best. Our fans are the best. I don't know what you guys have next, but I um, have Misty Day on the oh, show. Oh, wow. I have, um, yeah, I have Kyle freaking on Misty. Okay. First of yeah. all, when we saw Misty, she's like my favorite character now. First of all, the costumes incredible incredible and what were you saying you said that she could be have just walked out of off melrose oh yeah that uh, yeah yeah julian sing that. like yes. loving yeah. it like she looks like she's a free people Super, model dead. yeah yeah dead yeah totally why like love her she's i do too favorite. i think she's she amazing but she amazing if you're going with my whole theory of like using costuming to like tell a story with your characters she does wear a lot more like looser clothing a lot right. more earthier colors mm-hmm. and she was wearing red this week. Mm, she has yeah, so much beautiful. attitude. She does. And like swagger. Yeah. She's got a feather in her the hair. The feather in the hair. I mean, she's just amazing. So she's amazing. I, know. I mean, I, know. I don't know who doesn't love this character. Yeah. She's amazing. And she's so watering her plants. She's watering her you myrtle. Love, her yeah. Myrtle. You, you know who loves her? I'm myrtle sorry. Snow. Yeah. Who's buried in the ground right now. Did you guys see the red hair popping yeah. out of the ground? <laughs> and then I was the, dying. the little hand comes out and she's like, no, no. Be like, patient. You right. like my swamp water. <laughs> so good. But the hand did look, it wasn't charred anymore. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. looking better, and she has hair now growing, so, so that's a good yeah. sign. That's right, because she was bald. Right. That's right, all the hair burned off. So, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just rehashing in my like, mind. Oh, yeah, the hair that's burned right. off. That's right, she, oh, yeah. she was like a, a naked charred. charred. Baby. Charcoal baby, right? So, um, so in the midst of all of that, we finally see the return of Frank and Kyle. Like, where have you been in the past two episodes, <laughs> Kyle? And no longer covered in blood. And I had totally no. thought he was with her the whole time, and she hasn't seen him. And no. she's like, "Where have you been? Where was he? Lover? He smelled Clearly. some. She said some cute little Southernism of, "You smell like a pack of cats." Or whatever. My, my, my daddy used to say that. My daddy. You look yeah. like you've been rode hard and put away wet. My yeah. daddy used to say that. And I'm like, damn, your daddy was not nice to you. Yeah. <laughs> well, because he smells probably like God knows what. And she tells him he needs so, a bath. So she gives him a bath. Which is like his worst nightmare. Yeah, he oh, sort of gets a flashback. He has of, post-traumatic stress yeah. disorder. It's really sad. Oh, I feel PTSD so for short. From it's, not <laughs> only... Being brought back to life with other people's parts, but also being his mom. molested by his, molested mother. by his mother. But it makes me sure. sad, though, that he thinks that like he associates Misty with that just because of the. I think he was just associating the, the bath. bath. Yeah, it was her, the shower, like, right? And her going, doing it. Yeah, yeah. So he like flipped on her, and she's not. And he smashes her back. like eight track player. He broke leather and lace with Stevie. It was amazing. He broke Stevie, and she cried. She's like, you're a monster. You're a monster. You <laughs> well, broke he, Stevie. Well, he sort of realized what he's done when she starts showing emotion. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You know? And then enter Zoe, of yeah. course. God forbid she's not around. Right. Hey, save the day. Hey, bitch. Haven't seen you in, like, yeah. two weeks, but I need <laughs> you to come with. Yeah. Oh, wait. She goes, get in. We're yeah. going shopping. <laughs> she's, like, she's like, oh, take Kyle. And she's like, well, I need you, too. I'm yeah. surprised she went. I'd be like, mm-mm. Well, you br- last time you brought him, that's like true. Why so did much she trouble. Go with her? Well, and Zoe has Madison, and I was like, "How did she get her there?" I know that's a weird. It's like me overthinking things, but like, how did she get her where downstairs? No, to the like, yeah, downstairs brought- to the yeah. um 
to the greenhouse area. Yeah. yeah. She had two other girls help her. Yeah. Or Spalding. I know. Like, I guess we just didn't see yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's just Fill in the things. gaps. I know. But Misty, I mean, she's pretty kind, I think, for doing what she does. Because she's pretty much like, she's dead. You're on your own. And Zoe's like, please. Well, she says that she's there's too much death in her and that she's already rotting, that she can help her, like... I'll help you dig a hole. Dig a hole. But, like, there's no reason to bring her back. But she helps her anyway. Right. But that's... push it out of her. But to me... She kind of wasn't being truthful because right, when because she like, was able to do it. She right. totally did it like, easily. In, easily. So she's like, like three she's pumps. dead. I'll help you dig a hole. And then two minutes later, they're pushing the dead out of her, and she comes right back. Yeah, but we, but we also don't know what Zoe's capable of because we also don't know if it was her resurgence that brought Kyle back. Right. So, like, you know, again, Touché. not that, not that I'm on the full Zoe Supreme train. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty much like 85%. Because I know a lot of you are on Man. Team Nan. I was getting like so many tweets, like Team Nan for Supreme. Me too. Um, so, like, <laughs> hold the phone on that one. Can I just yeah. say? Can I just say that um, on our live tweeting from Fan Coven, Hank the Skate just got a hashtag oh, from nice. Dowdy, So making a worldwide trending topic. Yes. <laughs> um, so you know, we don't really know if if Zoe sort of moved it along in that sense, like with her power. It's right. true. If Zoe is a much stronger witch than we realize. Right. And she it seems like she is She's every just week. not as confident. Yeah. But as we every week we have our predictions of, you know, who's the supreme, who knows, but Zoe certainly has more powers than she's aware of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, every... Or is this part, is her helping uh, Misty bring M.M. back to life part of her... It, power to will things. Yeah, like it's the two together. Is it all the same thing? Yeah, I don't know. Mm. Who Who knows? There's a lot to be discovered, but M.M. is back to life, pops up and is like, I need need a cigarette. cigarette. (laughs) How fantastic is this? She's not like a Frank and M.M. No. no, She's M.M. She is M.M. Do you know who you are? I am Madison Montgomery. I have two I make seven million dollars a picture and I got two teen choice awards. That girl was like, that was great. But she's seeing everything like sort of like fuzzy and like her hearing is going in and out because she's sort of reaccustomed and also she's throwing up everything that she takes in. Like, she threw up the ginger ale. Mm-hmm. Right. Is she not, like, alive inside? <sighs> Who knows if they what they're pushing did, Or what still right? needs to come what out. What still needs to come out. Yeah. Because her face looked better when we saw her the second time around. Right. Yes. I mean, when she first popped up, she was all crusty and gross. And yeah. like, she has been dead for... How long now? Like a few days? I would say longer if she's like rotting and like Maybe her week? like flesh is yeah. like sort of. Maybe under a week. Gross. Well, we're on. Yeah. We we're really on don't know. Six. We're on episode six. She died in episode what, three? Yeah. She, I mean, she could be, she could be so, dead for a month now. Yeah. Mm, I mean, we don't know the time long. frame. We don't really yeah. know. Her right. arm looked pretty fresh, though. Yeah. <laughs> like it was weird. It was pretty it was great how that so, attached. So he was just like. a little mud on it. Perfect. And, and Misty's jo- like, well, where's her arms? I was like, oh, 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 oh I have that. Let me check my bag. <laughs> Got it. Oh, <laughs> she's like, I'll just sew back on. And she's like, have you seen his scars? You're not that good with a needle yeah. and thread, honey. Too funny. Poor Frank and Kyle. Um, Frank and Kyle. So the next thing that I have is uh, a big star that says, Hank is a witch hunter. Yeah, I have the exact same thing. Didn't I predict that? Right. Sarah. Someone else did, I feel like. Can, get, can we get uh, a gold like... star over here for Someone Sarah? Someone else predicted it, and then Sarah's stealing their thunder. Okay, okay that side of the table can get a gold star. <laughs> Steven, do we have a gold star sound? You know what? Not mine. Here I we go. Have... Oh. <laughs> 
know. I'm pretty like <laughs> that was an original thought of mine. It was like based on things I'd read and things like that that I yeah like so I knew you're there was gonna you be. You have no original thoughts. No, I mean no. I, oh. I'm just kidding. Oh my god. Anyway, <laughs> she did her research. She did yeah. her research. A fantastic. All right, fine. I'm Whatever. a good researcher. You are a good researcher. I'll give you that. Um, yes, I have the same thing. I have. I have Hank oh, in cahoots with wait. Angela Bassett. Yes. <laughs> Hold the phone. Hold it. We forgot to mention there was some nudity in this episode. Oh, Just the nakedness. Frank and Kyle. Yeah. And we Peter's did booty. We saw his yeah. butt. We saw Sorry. full, full butt. butt. I had to mention it, it because like I was... Him, but yeah. you're right. It could be it could anyone. Be anybody. Maybe a double. It could yes. be a double. But anyway, It was sorry. a naked rampage. You're right. Yes, yes. We forgot <laughs> was, to mention that. I mean... It, it Misty added, was less concerned that he was like attacking her naked than he was just attacking. Her. Right, yeah. right. It did add to the intensity, I think, of the scene right. that he was naked. And Zoe wasn't like, "Hey, wh- why aren't you wearing clothes?" Like, uh, I well, mean, she, she chose those body she parts. She knows what he's working yeah. with. But this yeah, is also true. like it does add to the sort of PTSD aspect and how just of a mess he is and what a right. mistake they made by doing that because he like goes to her and is like crying on her and he's naked and he's on his knees I mean right. how, po- how po- pathetic yeah. can you get yeah. Yeah. back to back Hank, to Hank. <laughs> being in cahoots with Miss Angela Bassett Madame Laveau. Maddie Which Lovell. isn't Her that face. shocking. I think a couple of... I was a little surprised. I was surprised. Actually, a lot of the fans uh, predicted that she was going to have something to do yeah. with it. Uh, I mean, it makes sense now that they've been talking and that we find out that he is a witch hunter. We found out and a that lot. A, Alexander a lot. Breckenridge's character was a descendant of Salem. And her and name that was Kaylee. 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 And that um, Foxy has been sort of doing... I'm assuming research, but like doing like family finding trees by, and finding these people right. um, and trying to bring them to the school to help them control their powers. Well, and We find out why the numbers are down. And the numbers are down because Hank alone has killed nine witches in the past three years. Yeah, um, three witches a year. I thought it was nine in a year. Was, oh, I thought it was in three. Oh, but it was nine in three. Nine in three oh, years. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that's why a lot of the numbers are down, and you know the girls are realizing it because, again, let me flash back to when they find all of the sort of class photos. Mm-hmm. Every year is less and less. So does Hank come from a long line of hunters? Ooh, interesting. We don't know. Or is there yeah. is there more hunters than just Hank? Because obviously he's in cahoots with Marie. And also, but only three a year isn't enough to like diminish the country's amount. Do you know what I mean? It, yeah. Like that yeah. doesn't seem like enough to really like diminish the numbers. Well, and that's why Marie gets on him. Right. It's just like, what have you been doing? Like, you're in love with Delia. You're in love with her. That's why nothing is happening. And I, I sort of buy it. Me too. I think he loves her enough to not chop up her head, maybe. But I have a question. Nan can hear thoughts. Why can't she hear Hank the Skink's thoughts? Well, he's not around that much, but I mean, there's a witch hunter in the house. Why is she not picked up on that? Why have no witches picked up on his, other than Fiona? Picking up on his right, yes, and knowing that he's an imposter and he's a bad person, right? No one else has picked up on that this is a bad guy. It's very possible that the fact that he's been working with, um, Madame Laveau. Thank you. You, you want to say has, Angela Bassett? Just, it's yeah, like on the tip of my tongue, Angela Bassett. <laughs> that she's like blocked um, it. That somehow? she's found a way and or given him some sort of oh. potion or something or done some sort of spell to block. 
That would make total sense. Witches. That makes a lot of sense. Um, Also, a fan just tweeted, and I thought it was brilliant, that what if um, that potion that um, Fiona took in the beginning for her youth from the the guy that was making stuff, what if that made her sick? Oh, interesting. That's just a thought. That is very interesting because he was—he told her that it hadn't been tested on humans. On humans. And she was like, and, "Whatever, get and it to we it. have no idea yeah. what it's going to do." And blah blah blah. And then from that point on, she's been sick. her health goes yeah. down. Yeah. And that was uh, John, John from New York. I Thank believe. you, John. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, John. Yeah. Good call. Yeah. That so there's a, a lot. Sense. So Milo Vote has a lot of powers, especially with her potions and yeah. spells and everything that she can do. I think that's a great theory for Hank. Right. Yeah. Protecting him because he's going, he's inside the coven essentially. Well, she tells him, no more nonsense. You go to that house, you <laughs> kill those witches, and you bring me their heads. And Listen, burn the place to the ground. I. Throw I some have salt to, on the ground. The entire time that he was, ta- that um, Marie was talking to Hank, I couldn't help but think about the pact. Okay? Mm-hmm. Right. The pact that was to not kill. The treaty? Yeah, the treaty. To not but kill. But she's technically not doing anything. She's ordered the kill, but she's not killing. Hmm. Oh, does that violate the terms? Yeah. Who knows? I, mean, I don't know. Because, well, if, but if that's the case, if we're not going on the technical aspect, she's been violating the terms for years right. without any of them knowing. And she doesn't know that Fiona beheaded the Minotaur. Bastien. Like, she doesn't know that. But she blames her for it. She blames it. her. Yeah. But, I mean, for all she knows, Fiona told someone else to do it. You know what I mean? Right. right. Now, I know. But, like, th- with every contract Mm -hmm. there's always a loophole right Mm -hmm. and she's just sort of found that loophole (laughs) with her witch hunter yeah to get her end game um i have a question um so foxy met the redhead kaylee Mm -hmm. yes which we saw but when she's like seeing her, why like, is she not crazy? recognizing her? Right. Okay, I don't think her visions are very clear. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. Because I, I thought about that as well, and yeah. I think the visions are sort of coming in like flashes, yes. and she's sort of like seeing parts, but not she everything. She said it's almost vibrating. Yeah, yeah. right. And, and I'm hoping can. that maybe we save that for a prediction, but I'm hoping that they'll get clearer, yeah. and that she will be able to see more and more, stop. Yeah. and that maybe she'll be able to put things together. Interesting. I'm gonna. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But we go back to later on in the episode as we move forward with Foxy in her room. She's going to bed. She's got her lingerie on, which all women sleep in. Yeah. Right? Totally. You sleep in Especially like, when you're super high. When yeah. you've just, you're recently blind, you put on sexy underwear. I mean, come on. That's what you do. And you kicked your husband, cheating husband out of the house. Yeah. yeah. And you just came home from the hospital. Like, Let me blind. just put on something you silky. You gotta feel good sometimes, you know? Well, you know what? Thinking about Treat it, yourself. Yeah. if you just <laughs> lost your sight, you might want to feel, yeah. it would feel Beautiful. extra nice on your yeah. skin. That's true. She's like trying to take her pills. Yeah. And she senses that someone else is in the room. I don't know if she smells him or she just like senses the. Well, I think she sees him. Yeah, I think she sees him because too. it does look like she can see yeah. him, which is the, which is the clearest vision vision that she's had. Yeah, he, and like, it's still blurry. He's clearly yeah. there's a white beam around him, mm-hmm. but as he's walking towards her, she can see him. She yeah. can see him, and he sort of tells her, "I'm in the tween, um, in between, I guess, the living and the dead." And he's like, 
this other witch promised to set me free. Now you get you dance until they set me free. Oh, right. Which, that part I didn't get that he wanted her to dance. Well, it went with his whole jazzy. Yeah, yeah it was like you're going to dance to my jazz. <laughs> you're going to dance to my jazz saxophone, right? Or else. Or else. He's a misogynist. He's a misogynist. Yeah. I don't know why. I know that she doesn't want to set him free, but I don't know why she just doesn't dance for him. No, Mainly because deal. he's wielding an axe, right? And he's at her. <laughs> she's trying to <laughs> because she's avoid not dancing. That. But I, I don't think that that it's really that that simple of a contract. Like, right. If you dance, dance, then you live. <laughs> dance for me. She did a good job of getting away. She she did an amazing yeah. job. Yeah, and yeah. I, I was also wondering too. Like she could see him. Could she see anything else around her at the time? That's what I was wondering too. Like if she can see him, is it just? Is it like people? that are dead that she can see like ghosts like is she going to be able to see like this whole I don't know like the, all the in-betweeners Spirits. yeah yeah I don't know who knows well luckily for her Zoe let him out yeah and he's just walking the streets now can I just say mightily you know dramatically convenient that the door is locked right yeah. right like right. she like she locked herself in the room right you know and they can't get in how do they get in the door just well, like the door unlocked flew open. I think he locked spot. it. Yeah, I thought he uh, locked it too. I kind of got that impression because, yeah. like, she went. Didn't she like go towards the door at one point? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I thought she did yeah. too. I thought that he was like keeping her in there forcefully. Yeah, he yeah. probably was. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> and did we love when he was re- released that uh, Fifty Cent "Get Rich or Die Trying" was playing? <laughs> Amazing. I was like, this is all coming full circle. I was like, Thank kill you. that guy and his stroll. Axe that person. So there's only one thing that we haven't covered, if I believe, mm-hmm. and that is that um, that misty day while she's raiding the fridge, mm-hmm. mentions that she's not staying. Yeah. And that this place has bad vibes. Oh, yeah. And this is not this her is trying. Not her, and yeah. Zoe yeah. is like, I thought you were looking for your trying. She's like, oh, I am. But this ain't it. Yeah. And I thought that was pretty powerful. Yeah. yeah. Like, this place does not feel good. I'm going back to the swamp. I told you last week. I know what's going to happen. <laughs> what's going to happen? She's starting her own tribe. She's starting yeah. her own tribe. Okay. With Myrtle Snow. is the new... The outcast tribe. Yeah. yeah. There's also one other thing that we didn't discuss. Oh, what is what? it? Yeah, the, the axe. man leaves, goes to a jazz bar, and who does he find? Oh, that's right. Fiona. Fiona, Fiona because Fiona. obviously Fiona's going to fall in love with a misogynist. Yeah. Hello. And a murderer. Yeah, that was kind of... I mean, they're kind of perfect for each other. Yeah. Listen, we know, because I told you guys about that BuzzFeed article, we we know that this is going to be the love line for her. Um, You know, I'm excited to see what happens. Yeah. Hopefully this will be her weird final He is sophisticated. Yes. You know what I mean? He's cultured, sophisticated. Has an old world style Sick and twisted. She has all those things, too. As much as we love her, she's sick and twisted. I mean... um, so they might actually be a pretty good pairing. Agreed. Yeah. Fans, what do you think? Let us know. Yeah. What's going to be interesting is that when he, if and when he meets Fiona, she's going to recognize the voice. Who? The X-Man. But he just I did. meant Foxy. Did. Oh, Foxy. Yes. Oh, she's yeah. going yeah. to recognize the voice. Oh. Wow. Thank you, David. You're welcome. Yeah. Dot, dot, dot. Dot, dot, dot. Well, and she's going to recognize, like, well, is she still going to be able to see him is the question now that he's been released. Probably not. Probably not. Who knows? I mean, there's so many questions when it comes to her light and vision. Yeah. Yeah. And on that note. Let's jump into news and gossip. Yeah. So much. TV news. Okay. Let me just start off real quick and then everyone else can get into their news and gossip. Mm -hmm. Um... 
So uh, Ryan Murphy tweeted, I believe, yesterday that Stevie Nicks, the original White Witch, is going to be on the coven. We are so excited here, and I feel like the death of Stevie, a.k.a. her uh, Misty's sort of music cassette player, (laughs) I am just, like, hoping and praying. We don't know if Stevie's going to sing, right? Right. But I'm just hoping. Let's hope to God that she does. Let's cross our little witchy fingers. And hope that the White Witch will be I think it was singing. one of our fans. It was like Patti LuPone and Stevie Nicks. Have a do, sing do off. karaoke yeah. sing yeah, off. Something like that. <laughs> that, that would, would be, be incredible. Fantastic. And like, if amazing. we don't know anything about what capacity she's coming in. Like right, if it's going might... to be a dream fantasy. And something. she might not even come in as Stevie Nicks. Right. She might That's come true. on That's as a, a different point. character. Who knows? We don't know exactly when she's going to be on, but just judging by the sort of timeline of things, I feel like they're going to wait until after the first holiday break to have her on. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see. Um, I trust you. I trust your judgment, <laughs> Jillian. Alright, who has something else? Um, I have that, the Axeman stuff today. Yeah. yeah really let's talk share. about that. Not really That's, gossip or anything. It is kind but, of gossip. Okay, so I was curious because I love serial killers and I was reading an interview with Ryan Murphy where he was talking about how he, like, when he started looking up things in New Orleans, he was, like, super fascinated by it's the Axeman of New Orleans. Um, that's his, like, official name. And Marie Laveau, Madame LaLaurie were all, you know, people that really existed and that had a reign of terror and then just disappeared. Like, nobody ever could confirm their death or... But in the Axeman's case, from what I understand and from what I read, this is all, like, Wikipedia stuff and whatever, but, like, no one was ever convicted of the crimes. They never caught the guy they had a suspect, sort of, but then a historian came and, like, disproved that, like, couldn't find anything to back it up. So, like, pretty much, and that guy's name was Joe, so that explains this. Oh. Um, and the jazz thing, that was a, a rumor, like, that he, that was, like, his whole thing. And that letter was really sent to the paper um, about, you know, everyone has to listen to jazz and but who knows if that was an imposter if that was like really him right. and the timeline is correct it was may 1918 through october 1919 is when and wow. it was 11 11 people total that they could tie to you know, him tie to him yeah and um, mostly women and mostly italian american women so oh wow yeah very interesting yeah but um, there was also a difference from what you told me and how he chose his weapons as to the yes. the actual character on the show who yes. carries around his own axe. Right. That Yeah, in everything that I read, it said he usually um, murdered them with um, an axe from their own home. Hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah, he didn't, like, walk around wield- wielding an axe. And I'm sure back then everyone had an axe to chop wood. Right. Because we all had wood-burning right. stoves, probably, in addition yeah. to fireplaces. And it was definitely a female, even though he did kill a couple guys, It there were a couple cases where, like, he got into the house and he killed just the woman and left the guy And living. I think you mentioned that the men were trying to protect the women yeah. that he was after, yeah, yeah, yeah. and those were the men he ended up killing. Yeah. So, wow. Yeah. So it was really interesting. Yeah. Okay. Crazy. Okay. So um, we talked about an article from Rolling Stone last week. This is a review from Rolling Stone, um, and it's done by Rob Sheffield. I just wanted to read a couple little snippets from it because it's so fabulous. If you can get your hands on it, read it because it talks about the White Witch and everything. But um, this is the beginning, and I'll give you a couple chunks. 
says, fact, it's not a real coven until Stevie Nicks shows up. So American Horror uh-huh. Story Coven takes us to a cabin somewhere deep in the Louisiana swamp where two witches are cranking some vintage Fleetwood Mac. Coven, the third installment of American Horror Story, is easily the best incarnation yet. Ryan Murphy's bloodbath of a franchise is setting ratings records for FX, and it deserves no less. And uh, all the gold dust women of Coven are a bloody great time. Jessica Lange, Angela Bassett, Kathy Bates, Patti Lapone, and more arrivals every week. Where else can you see so many grand dames try to outbitch each other so fiercely? These ladies are not here to check their egos at the door and work together as a team. Uh, Coven makes Scandal look like a seminar on understated acting. But there's no point going for subtlety in a story like this. And the final thing says... But Coven understands why we get so scared of witches, because they're cooler than us. Not to mention louder, sexier, and stevier. Mm-hmm. So, so look, this is called Season of the Bitch, and it's a review by Rob Sheffield in uh, The Rolling Stone. It's a great article. I highly recommend it. Okay. I and love that's your it. news and gossip. Let's jump into predictions. All right. Who's an OG? Man. I just... Uh, well, now we're Go starting ahead. with you. <laughs> I, I just, I was going to say that the preview, I know we saw a lot, but I, like, didn't write anything down because I was just, like, so in it. And I, I'm with you. You know what I mean? I'm yes. like, oh, whoa, whoa, and oh, and I, I don't even know what to say. Like, I don't have, I don't you there's some there has to be something that you saw in the preview that you were like oh there's th- there's things I'm excited about I'm excited about seeing like what transpires between Fiona and the Axeman mm-hmm. I'm very very excited about Fiona finding out that MM is alive, alive again <laughs> um, and her reaction to that I I'm hoping it's in the coming episode um, I'm hoping she's not too busy you know with her man too. Pay attention to other things. Um, and that's really it. So Okay. Yeah, sorry. Ladies. Uh well, <laughs> I still believe that another coven will be forming. Um I don't know who exactly is gonna be in it, but I do have a feeling that Misty is sort of going to be spearheading the campaign for a different coven. <laughs> Um, also we see Queenie sort of meeting with right. Murray Laveau. Uh, and I don't know what that's about. Um, I don't really know if you guys can tell me sort of what makes Queenie a part of Fiona's coven as opposed to um, Madame Laveau's coven. Uh, I'm a little confused by that, but it looks like Madame Laveau is sort of conspiring to get Queenie. Yeah. Well, um, I think the question is, is Queenie uh, a, a descendant of Salem or of Tituba? Even though they're yeah. related, there seems to be this split. Which is what I said earlier on in the season, yes. is that she was a descendant of Tituba, um, mi- not making her a witch, technically. Right. right. So As opposed to one of the descendants of the Salem witches, I'm just which wondering were gifted fine, from Tituba. Right. I'm just wondering if it has to do with Foxy's recruiting process also. Like, did she sure. recruit Did she recruit Queenie like she did with Alexander Breckenridge? What is her character's name? I don't know. Kaylee. Kaylee, the redhead. Like she did with Kaylee. You know, she found out that she, you know... Committed a crime. Committed a crime, was charged with arson, but uh, knew that she was a witch. So I'm excited to see sort of Queenie's storyline flourish yeah. and the new coven form. Oriana? I predict that Foxy is going to um, really 
have stronger visions. That her light is going to illuminate the truth. I think she's going to see a lot more Mm. about Hank. I think she is going to, I hope that she's going to see the red head. And she's going to start putting things together. Um, It may take a while. But I think that she's going to have more clarity. We see in the preview that she... um, she she gets a feeling, she gets a vision of uh, Madison being murdered by Fiona. So I think that she's going to end up being the detective. She's going to end up taking over. And whether that means she's the supreme or not, or it just means that she comes into her own in the same way that Zoe is coming into her own right, right now, um, that's my prediction. And I'm really excited to see her finally, like, really claim her own power. What do you think, sorry, and then I'll let you speak. Um, (laughs) I just thought of this when you were talking. What do you think is going to happen with Hank? Because he said, I mean, he was told by Madame Laveau, like, he better kill them or else he's going to die. I hope that he dies (laughs) a horrible death. Because he's going to be always going to be put between a rock and a hard place, right? I mean, at this point, Delia, Cordelia knows something. If she gets a touch on him, yeah. She's going to see even more, and she's going to know that redhead was someone that she recruited, and that you know she may find out. We don't yeah. know. Also, if we're going with the trend that Ryan Murphy has, uh, Hank's not going to be in the next episode. That's yeah. what I was just going to so say. Because he's a man. Yeah. And in the review that I was just talking about, it even says that that Ryan Murphy, uh, but Kevin tops the first two seasons because it mostly dispenses with a genre of humanity. Murphy doesn't seem to have sympathy for <laughs> the people we could loosely categorize as. Men. I love that loosely categorized. <laughs> loosely categorized. But I want to know David's prediction. Yeah, yes. David. Um, <laughs> my predictions so far in, that are going on in my head, one was that Hank wasn't going to be there next week. I think it's going to be a couple episodes before we see him again. I think he's going to be in the wings waiting to make his return, trying to figure out how he's going to take over. I also have a feeling that Madison is not... She's alive, but I have a feeling that she's not living. Mm. That she's not human, but she's not a zombie. Okay. Something's wrong with her insides. Something's wrong with her insides. Um, I'm with you. (laughs) What's with the music? Jesus. She, like, turned it up as well. hates me. (laughs) Totally fine. I feel like... I guess we're running out of time. Whatever, that's it. It's fine. Um, where can everybody find you, people? I can tweet my predictions. Uh, I'm at Sarah on the go. Sarah with an H. And SarahBear627 on Instagram. Uh, you can find me at JillianLeff on Twitter. Or at JillyLeff on Instagram. Or my website, JillianLeff.com. You can find me at Miss Oriana Leo on Twitter. Instagram is Oriana Leo. Or on Facebook, I'm almost to 200 followers yeah. for Oriana Leo Official. Nice. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at you can call me Skiff. Don't search for me on Facebook. You'll have the hardest time finding me. I don't know why. <laughs> I wish you could. Um, but from everyone here at the AfterBuzz TV family, we will see you next week. Woo-hoo. Talk to you soon. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.